0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shantae Out Loud. Thank you for joining me. Thank you to those of you who are coming back. Thank you if this is your first time listening. Also, thank you if you're listening because you heard me on the Don't Listen to Me Church for the Wild podcast featuring Nerd Nash and Coach Molly. That was a blast. I hung out over there and talked astrology. uh, They called me. And we broke down their charts and some interesting information and just had a good time talking. So thank you guys so much for having me on that cast. Um, I really appreciate it. Today's topic is on self-talk. Now, I wanted to talk about this because it's something, as I say here often... The topics on these episodes are always going to be about situations that I'm currently learning to navigate within my own life. Um, it's important to me to like be honest with you all on this journey because it seems like so much of my own journey is resonating and showing up in places in your own lives. Which makes sense. I mean, most of you listening to this are in your 20s, are just trying to figure out kind of where your place is in the world, trying to figure out how you can stand alone in the world. All the things that I'm trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out too. So we're working on this stuff together and it's so nice to have and feel the support of you guys listening and it's so nice to feel supported by you guys commenting and saying, "Hey, I'm going through that. I'm learning through that also, etc." <clears throat> so, I wanted to talk about self-talk because it's been something that I've been thinking about probably since I dropped the Release podcast. Um there's been about two major influences about self-talk that has come to me. Um, and one of them is through crystals on the reed and my own personal spiritual advisor, Miss Nona. Um, as I find myself gathering more confidence in who I am, what my purpose is, what I am supposed to be doing. I'm learning to challenge and reassess the interactions I have with myself. Primarily with how I speak to myself. Now I'm a person who struggles with isolation, um, I have a tendency to just be alone. It is Alone is my safe space. Um, and sometimes with this isolation, if I'm not energetically balanced in it, I find myself in the throes of negative self-talk, you know, a little bit of anxiety or depressive feelings. Um, And so I've had to kind of learn how to talk myself off that ledge (laughs) before I go into the deep end of, oh my God, everything sucks. I'm ugly. I'm never going to have, you know, all those horrible things, (laughs) all of the horrible ways I beat myself up. And so I think the best way we talk about to kind of, attack this issue is to talk about self-talk as it applies to all of us from the beginning. Literally, as children. Um, Language obviously begins within our home, right? Our first interactions and the first voices we hear are that of our caretakers. Generally, Um, I know that doctors recommend that parents, you know, speak to the baby in full gestation period. I know that my mother told me that she and my dad read to me while I was in womb. Um, and that's normal, you know, allowing your kids to experience from that time, the sound of your voice, the way that your tone impacts it, um, what you're saying, all of that stuff has been floating around since we were in gestation for all of us. Now, I had to kind of think about like a great example of this. And recently I was at the corner store and I, there was these two little kids, maybe three and five years old, and they were probably brother and sister. The mom was like a little bit further ahead of them walking in the store But the little boy and the little girl, the little girl was younger than the little boy. Um, The little boy said something to this little girl. And the first thing out of her mouth was, you better quiet up your mouth right now. Shut up your mouth. Like, (laughs) it was this very aggressive adult, I mean, even older adult language and tone that she threw at this boy. And I couldn't help but laugh, not only just because kids are so fucking funny, and she really meant what she was saying, even though she had no real clue of what those ramifications were, you know what I mean? And I thought that this was so funny because that kid mastered the tone. She mastered the energy of that statement. Like, she knew just how to frame those words to get a reaction out of this other person and all i could think about was who the hell this child (laughs) had been around and and not only that but who had told that child that how how had that impacted that child past that moment and that it had such an impact that she was able to go back to another person And give them that same kind of conversation, that same frame of sentencing (laughs) as she was able to give this boy. Somebody had done that to her. And I think that this is so much how we talk to, this kind of ties into how we talk to ourselves because as I said, knowing that our parents, our aunts, whoever your guardian was at the time of your birth, who raised you, those are the voices we hear. Those are the interactions we <clears throat> take from because we don't know any el- anything else, right? Um, and what I think is so interesting about that is <clears throat> I'm thinking about th- that tone that she got at us as, as three years old. Now imagine what that will do. Come the time that she becomes a, you know, a child, <clears throat> seven or eight, fast forward that to even adolescence, fast forward that to even Howard, right? In her mid twenties, what will those interactions that she had In those early years, of those conversations, of the words she heard, of the tone of the conversations, of the moods of the conversations, how are they going to affect her communication skills? Not only to other people, because she clearly is comfortable getting her brother, cousin, whatever out the paint, but towards herself. I think what I started thinking was, when we... Our children, and we always say kids are sponges, right? We literally pick up on the energy of our environment. Um, Kids are like the greatest of energetic receptors. Now, what I also started to think was, in my own personal life, what does my voice sound like, right? Because that little kid was mimicking. That's what kids do. Kids mimic the adults, the caretakers, the people they're around because they have nothing else, no other sort of uh, example. The person that is taking care of them is all they know. Now, what I started thinking about with me as it relates to me is A lot of my self-talk, not only is it me mimicking the caretakers for me, but it's also a lot of my negative self-talk specifically comes from the parent, the caretaker of mine that I had the worst interactions with. (laughs) Somehow I managed to only hear the voice of the parent who did the most scolding, who did the most degrading, who did the most just mean (laughs) talking to me, you know? Um, and I, and I started thinking when it comes to me talking to myself, what kind of a voice do I hear? And I recognized and this was actually through the help of Miss Nona that a lot of my voice was the voice of that parent who would degrade me, who did insult me, who did make me feel small. So not only was I holding on to this negative self-talk that was mo- that barely belonged to me, none of those things, none of those negative things, none of those degrading things that I tell myself even came from me. They came from another source. And that's why it's important to recognize what your voice sounds like. Self-talk. What do you hear? And that comes with you sitting down and saying, hey, what does my voice sound like to me? What do I want to hear when I think about myself? What are my adjectives? Not what those adjectives were when you and your mom were in the throes of teenage, you know, adolescence and y'all were throwing insults at each other. Not that. Not that mean aunt who was always jealous of you and saying nasty things to you that you internalized. That's not your self-talk. In fact, that's her self-talk to herself that she was projecting onto you. Do you see why you have to learn who your voice is, what your voice sounds like, even in your head. I know that I do a lot of um, self-correcting, especially literally, and it goes on in my head because I can be a reactive person. (laughs) I have to do a lot of literal talking of myself in my head. It's Shantae, you don't need to. It's okay, Shantae. It's, a you know, relax. It doesn't need to be this thing. Um, which leads me kind of back to what my idea of self talk is. Now, coupled this with um, the read and what Crystal's Corner was able to do for me, which was basically, and I think a lot of people are talking about this, is reparenting yourself. Talking to yourself the way you would have liked to be spoken to when you were a child. Speaking to yourself the way you would have liked that aggressive, mean, harsh caretaker or parent, guardian. would have How you would have liked them to speak to you. Giving that to yourself. Because... A lot of those narratives, like I said, that are projected onto us from our caretakers that we choose to internalize and carry around for so much of our lives do not belong to us. Don't you want to fight for what the fuck is yours? (laughs) Don't you want to have conversations with yourself about yourself, about how amazing you are, even when you make a mistake? Because that's a big thing for me. When I make a mistake or when I screw up, I really beat my ass. Like, I'm, <laughs> that's so funny, but it's true. I really beat myself up. I'm just like, for me, I, uh, I usually say I'm just so fucking stupid. And I have to stop saying that um, because I'm not fucking stupid. I made a mistake and that's okay. And do you see how the difference between the reframing of that is? When I say I'm fucking stupid, I shame myself. I I make myself harsh. I project negativity back onto myself about me. Why the fuck would I want to do that? <laughs> no. Shantae, that wasn't that smart, but that's okay. You can you'll do better next time. Um another thing with my self-talk. Y'all know, I think I've mentioned here, I'm big on affirmations, really trying to intentionally align my mind around a positive reinforcement, any sort of anything that I can grab on and hold to that really makes me feel good about myself and whole. But what I've noticed is I've replaced my I with you and it's made a big difference It's easy to say, I am intelligent. I am smart. You know, even when you're doing like, I don't know how many of you actually repeat your affirmations in the mirror. That's big for me. But I've noticed a huge impact and change when I switched from saying I and went to saying you. Shantae, you are so beautiful. Shantae, you are so smart. It adds an extra piece of comfort To me, it adds a little bit more grounding than saying I, in my opinion. Not to say that eyes won't work for you, but for me, saying you, Oh, Shantae, you're so good at putting together an outfit. You're so good at podcasting. You have such a nice voice, even though you're kind of losing it right now. (laughs) But really creating. A conversation around myself that I would have liked to have heard in those times when I was a child and an adolescent, when not so nice things were being said to me by my caretakers. Because once you recognize that all that projection that happened in your childhood was really just that, a projection of somebody else, you really can allow yourself to heal through that. Allow things to fall away that are not serving you because they haven't served you to this point. What does negative self-talk do for you anyway? (laughs) Make you feel worse, right? I want to breathe life into myself. Talk to yourself the way you talk to your friends. Hell, people be so ready. You be over, oh my God, my friend, she's the baddest bitch. Oh my God, she's so successful. But you can't, you You draw a blank when you come to when somebody asks you a question about you. I'm so tired of adults saying that they don't know how to talk about themselves. To me, not knowing how to talk about yourself, not knowing how to lift yourself up and give yourself your own light is dangerous after a certain point. Because why don't you feel like you are deserving of all the lights that you hold? Look at all the lights that you hold. Have you considered them? Write them down. Shit, sit down, get a journal and talk about, write down all the great things about you, what you like about you. Don't worry about modesty. Don't worry about humility. What the fuck about you? (laughs) What do you like? What do you love? Um, How can you reinvigorate yourself? Are there pieces of yourself that you may have forgotten about that you'd like to realign and find um, new love in? Giving yourself the chance when you wake up in the morning with your self-talk, saying, hey, Shantae, you're great. Whoever's listening to this, you're great. Um, really breathe life into you. Talk up. Talk up. Talk you up, okay? There's no need for you to be sitting around, oh I guess I'm no, you're a grown ass person and you need to feel great about yourself because it starts with you. People are going to obviously project on you your whole life. Projection starts and it and whether that be purposely or or not, projection is always going to be a part of our reality. So how do we minimize the effects of projections by staying up on ourselves, by creating Patterns of positive self-talk, positive reinforcements, loving on you because you deserve it. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to love me like I love me until I love me. And so if I'm loving me, I'm able to attract people who not only love me for my light, but love me for the way I love myself and want to also extend, um, this experience I'm having here with myself because of how I love on me. So that's really all I wanted to say. Watch how you're talking to yourself. Watch how you speak life over yourself. Your tongue, I already told y'all in the intention episode, do nothing without intention. Your tongue is your power the same way you speak and hype your girl up on your Instagram on her Instagram the same way you hype your favorite rapper up on his Instagram when he drops a new album whoever whatever you need to keep that same energy for you stop projecting what you want to feel onto other people if it's um it's and not giving yourself that same amount of energy so that's all i wanted to say um thank you to all of you who have been listening like I said thank you to all of you who have been supporting me as I've made this transition um from all over I mean I've made so many transitions (laughs) but just continue to listen continue to be here and I really just hope you guys leave this podcast feeling invigorated and awesome because that's what I want for y'all. That's what I want for me. And um, I don't know, I just want to say I love you guys. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your night, day, whatever it is. And we will talk in two more weeks. Late.